If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up is a piece written by Colin Lodwick and published at Fortune.com. Over the past few years, the U.S. has faced increased demand for nurses amid an exodus in frontline health care providers, the result of low pay and more difficult working conditions. On Monday, thousands of nurses in Minnesota left work to protest those conditions. With over 15,000 nurses from 16 hospitals in Minneapolis-St. Paul and the surrounding region participating, the work stoppage represents the largest private sector nurse strike in U.S. history. The nurses, all unionized members of the Minnesota Nurses Association, MNA, voted to move forward with the strike last month. They announced the plan on September 1, adhering to a legal requirement that healthcare workers provide at least 10 days' notice to their employer when preparing for a work stoppage. The strike is expected to last three days. The nurse's three-year contract expired in May, and today's strike follows a series of unsuccessful bargaining sessions for a new contract. Central to those sessions, which began in March, have been negotiations around retention, understaffing, and overwork among nurses. Quote, Nurses do not take this decision lightly, but we are determined to take a stand at the bargaining table and on the sidewalk if necessary to put patients before profits in our hospitals, said MNA President Mary C. Turner, RN, in a press release announcing the strike. Lee Adler, a professor at Cornell University School of Industrial and Labor Relations, told Fortune that the strike purpose that the strike's purpose is likely to underscore workers' frustration with the ongoing negotiation process. It's so large we've never seen anything so expansive, he said, adding that the relatively limited time frame for the strike shows that it is more of a wake-up call for the nurses' employers than any attempt to interfere with patient care. Twin Cities hospitals, which represent the impacted hospitals, say that the strike could have been avoided. Quote, the Twin Cities Hospital Group is deeply disappointed that the nurses' union has chosen to strike before exhausting all efforts to reach an agreement, said Paul Omaut, a spokesperson for the group, in a statement to Fortune. To be clear, the union's choice to strike is theirs and theirs alone. While the nurses strike, the affected hospitals will continue to be staffed by nurse managers and other leaders, replacement nurses, and traveling nurses, according to Omaut. People may experience longer wait times for services while care teams triage patients, he said. The Minnesota Department of Health will monitor the hospitals throughout the strike to ensure they continue to provide proper care. The strikes come as more Americans support labor unions than at any time in half a century. Earlier this month, Gallup's most recent work and education survey revealed that 71% now say they support organized labor. The last time approval was so high, was in 1965. The MA strike is a sign that worker power continues to be strong, said Adler. It almost makes the serious observer of labor relations wonder whether a more massive set of work stoppages are on the horizon, he said, noting that thousands of rail workers in the U.S. 
are in a position to strike as early as next week. Workers are no longer willing to be the daily, quote, superglue to hold these systems together, he said. And here's another piece on the strike, this one by Sharon Zhang, published at truthout.org. 15,000 Minnesota nurses began a three-day strike on Monday in what the Minnesota Nurses Association says is the largest private sector nurses strike in U.S. history. The strike spanned 16 Minnesota hospitals and was authorized by union members last month after over five months of negotiations with hospital administrators led to what the union says are inadequate or essentially non-existent offers for workers' safety, staffing, and salary demands. Hospital executives have already driven nurses away from the bedside by their refusal to solve the crisis of staffing and retention in our hospitals, and we hope they will not be so brash as to fire nurses for standing up to demand better, MNA said in a statement earlier this month. If hospital executives want to avoid a strike on September 12, they should spend less time and money on lawyers and more time working with nurses to settle fair contracts to improve patient care and working conditions in our hospitals, the union count continued. Nurses say that while they didn't want to strike, issues like understaffing at their hospitals mean they aren't able to adequately provide for patients, even when a patient is facing an urgent or emergency situation. I can't give my patients the care they deserve, Chris Rubesh, vice president of the Minnesota Nurses Association and a Duluth nurse, told the Washington Post. Call lights go unanswered. Patients should only be waiting for a few seconds or minutes if they've soiled themselves or oxygen came unplugged or they need to go to the bathroom, but that can take 10 minutes or more. Those are things that can't wait. The union has asked for a 27 to 30% raise over the next three years. These raises would more closely match both inflationary and staffing pressures that its members face, they say, especially as nurses as a whole have faced increased risks throughout the pandemic. Hospital administrators have countered with a 10 to 12% raise over the next three years, or a bit over 3% a year on average, far lower than recent rates of inflation. The hospitals blame the strike on workers, saying that they have refused to negotiate, although the MNA claims it is administrators who haven't budged on key issues. Quote, Nurses have steadfastly refused to go to mediation, a spokesperson for Twin Cities Hospital Group said to the Washington Post. Their choice is to strike. Many of the hospital groups are hiring nurses to replace workers as they strike. Twin Cities Hospital Group said that it's hiring 2,000 traveling nurses during the strike, while other affected hospitals are also bringing in temporary workers, according to reports. The workers have garnered the support of local and national lawmakers, including Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison, a Democratic Farmer Labor Party member, and Senator Bernie Sanders. I stand in solidarity with the 15,000 Minnesota nurses on strike this week, fighting for safer care, fair scheduling, and higher wages, Sanders said on Twitter Monday. Nurses are the backbone of our health care system. They understand what's best for their patients. The healthcare sector is facing major issues with nurse staffing, which has taken a huge hit amid the pandemic and never quite recovered. While administrators complain that nurses are, quote, exploiting the shortage, nurses across the country have said that the shortage can be chalked up to hospitals' failures to adequately invest in their own workers. Such failures also endanger patients, nurses say. 
Healthcare workers have led strikes throughout the pandemic. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, there were five strikes of over a thousand workers from unions representing healthcare workers in 2020, and four such strikes in 2021. Labor activity in the sector appears to be reaching a new high this year, according to Healthcare Dive, with at least seven strikes of 1,000 workers or more in healthcare so far, including the Minnesota workers' strike. Recently, a strike set to consist of hundreds of nurses at UW Health in Madison, Wisconsin, was narrowly averted. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at People Revolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. A sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it.